This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Alright, this is Buzzkill News. Jonathan's trying to track down Jason Fitz and he might be in a travel situation right now. Mm. So we're going to mm. hope that he can Where's game day? call Memphis? in. It's in Memphis. Okay. Memphis and uh, so SMU is relevant for the first time basically since they blew up the program, right? Death penalty, twenty five yeah. or thirty years way, ago. How do you get the death penalty and then come back? Uh, it's not the death penalty. That's just a long suspension. This sounds like a comedy bit. Dude. No, I'm just saying. no, no. I'm saying it sounds like it could be. The, <laughs> Add it to the list. I mean, the think about this. Okay, I know that game day is technically uh, it's not at Southern Methodist; it's at Memphis. But a team that got the death penalty is involved in a college game day before the Gophers. It's ridiculous. Come on. That's ridiculous. A team that got the death penalty is involved in college game day. Well, some people would say being a Gopher fan has been the death penalty. The Gophers are playing a team that should have gotten the death penalty. (laughs) What, Penn State? Yeah, Yeah, they should have. Well, we can open up that one for 651 <laughs> Do you want to chime Why don't you bring in? that oh, up? Yeah. on Joe Paterno. Why, Why don't you bring that up? Pissed off Penn State fans. On the wrap that whole thing with was Roy- going down. You bring that up with Patrick, and I can leave and depart at that point. Patrick has some thoughts about that. Yeah, he does. He has takes. We'll <laughs> and, see what happens. There. So he has some Joe Paterno wins being taken away takes. Yeah. Um, so I think at this point, it makes more sense for us to root. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. The college game day thing. I, don't I think, think so it's, they're going to go. They're going to announce it sometime this weekend. I have no information. I have none. Uh, we'll we'll see if we <laughs> yeah. can track down some information. We're trying to get the information when Jason calls in. But I think it makes more sense for Wisconsin Minnesota to be mm-hmm. the game day game. That's Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. so I think it takes a little bit of the shine off it because people go out of town and stuff. But yeah, I won't be here for that. Whatever stunt we were going to pull, I'll have to be exempt. <laughs> you're you're done. I will not be here Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> Diehard Gopher fan, uh, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yep. but surprised you won't be here rooting for the Badgers. Well, no, we were going to have me serve out one of my QB cesspool challenges in the background of game day. We had discussed that. Oh, like, we'll send you to a different one then. Okay, we'll send you to the one that's in like Gainesville or something. I'm down. <laughs> a couple sure. weeks. Send me there. The musical but, game day. But oh, here's God. but here's but football. here's my point. It's really rare that. Like the Gophers are the, the Gophers are the main reason why the Gophers haven't had a game day. Let's be honest; they've been mostly mediocre to terrible ever since game day launched in the mid nineteen nineties. We're looking at a scenario here where the Badgers could be the team that buzz kills a Gopher Badger game day opportunity. If Wisconsin loses to Iowa, I think that's this weekend, right? Wisconsin Iowa. Wisconsin Iowa play in their next game. If Wisconsin loses to Iowa, 
they're basically out on the division because that'll be their third loss in the conference. Mm-hmm. So if that game on November 30th so is out. not for the division yeah. or at least isn't relevant in some way, yep. it would be Wisconsin that makes it irrelevant. Can I ask a question, though? At some point in time, uh, don't they occasionally go to schools because it's just a great story about the school? Yeah, sometimes. So, like, if the Gophers have moved well, into the... there's a lot of things happening. Well, sure. Thing. But I'm, I'm just saying... Weren't they at South Dakota State a few weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. La- yeah, those last week, But right? they're going... This Memphis story is a... Or SMU story is a nice story, but it, it's about the school, right? I'm just thinking, if the Gophers continue to win, they beat Penn State, and going into that Wisconsin game, they're a top-10 team for the first time in how long? It'd be, it's going to be a hell of a story. Yeah. Iowa-Wisconsin is next Saturday, by the way. It's a, so it's in, in a week. Yeah. Is okay. anyone planning this godforsaken conference as a weekend? <laughs> yeah, know. SMU and uh, Memphis. <laughs> no, in the Big Ten. Oh, in the, the conference, I got you. Yeah. Uh, no, this is. there's always like one really dead week in the middle of the season where everyone just like either gets a week off or plays a bunch of patsies. There's a couple ranked games, but um, I just... I, we, we had Pete Nigerian cheap plug, too, on the Scornorth Gophers show this week, which Ross Brendel hosts the midweek episode. And um, I asked him the same thing I brought up with you guys a couple weeks ago. Are we ready if, if well, two-part question again. Do we think they can beat Penn State? And I, I say yes. They're not favored, but they can beat Penn State. I think it's possible, yeah. Yeah. 20% chance, 40% chance, whatever it is. Judd, are you a yay or nay? Or do you think they're just going to lose? Are you going to be negative? Um, percent per, percent okay. chance they beat Penn State. Okay, it's a home game. So I 15%. Okay. I'm kind of like 25, 30%. And I actually might change that more as, as I crunch this game, break down the film, and it gets closer. To be lower? To be, no, to be higher, maybe. <laughs> but yes, they yeah, can. I looked at the film, it's 2% now, yeah, actually. They got no chance. No, I think they can do it, yeah. But if if that 15% comes to fruition, or if for me it's like 25 or 30% comes to fruition, yep. I don't know if we're, if we're ready to have the conversations on that Monday that, like, we're not, we're not in a mental frame of mind following the Gophers in our lifetimes to have those types of conversations the Monday after they go 9 and 0 and beat a top 5 team. I got a question team. for you. Dead serious question. What scares you more as far as things that actually could end up really well, but they're scary to think about? Viking Super Bowl, Gophers, Rose Bowl, your impending nuptials. <laughs> well, I have been I have been with my fiance for seven years. Oh no, so I know, I know, but it's basically still a, married. No, sure, but it's still so that a step. scares me zero. But it's still a step. It's not like like oh, we've never lived together. Oh God, um, been married twenty five years. How long were you with your wife before you got married, Jen? We met in eighty nine. Got married in, in uh, April of ninety three. Did it change anything? I mean, four years is a long time to be together. Oh no, it's just that the paperwork says you're together forever. So. And it's hard. Phil's got nothing to worry and about. It's hard. I'm just a- I'm asking. The- these are all happy things. I just the thought of the Vikings winning a Super Bowl or the Gophers being in a Rose Bowl are in some ways in my mind almost incomprehensible. It doesn't compute. It's that it's that conversation that you you wonder what did Boston fans feel 15 years ago as they were this woe is me city right and that was their identity and now they're this. Riches sports city, right? Yeah. What would it be like if Minnesota or the Twin Cities stumbled into, oh my God, the Gophers are all of a sudden like going to Rose Bowls and PJ Fleck stays and the Vikings win a Super Bowl? It's like we, when we say those words, when I tweet things like that, people laugh and unfollow and mock. 
Because why would you be talking about this? What level of success is it going to take for Minnesota football for this city to lose its mind? Like cars being turned over. I don't encourage this behavior. That happened after a go for a hockey win one time. Really? Yeah, but as far as... They tore up Dinky Town and like lit cars on fire. Yeah, which was just a bunch of stupid kids, though. As far as as what... Yeah, that's college. We're talking like like what will get adults to tip over. You're talking mass chaos. Yeah. A Viking Super Bowl in my mind. A Twins World Series would do it again, too. But I've always said... I've seen that. I've always said this. I would be... I would be so interested if the Vikings won a Super Bowl. What the hell would happen here? Yeah. Like, I can't tell. Trippy. I really can't tell you. Well, what was Chicago like? In your, I mean, you were, were you there in Chicago when, the, when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. But no, was, no, no, no. When the, when the Cubs uh, won the World Series. I wasn't in Chicago for that, but I did go down for the, uh, for the parade. I wasn't in Chicago for the moment of the World Series. I was crying like an ugly baby in my uh, living room, but I went down for the parade, and that was insanity. That was, but... Beautiful insanity. It was great. That's one of the happiest memories of my entire life. It was so cool. Yeah, I have a video of me on a on the back of a pedicab, just going through the streets of Chicago, (laughs) 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 like the happiest the city of Chicago has ever been. The streets were just filled with happy people, like walking in every direction. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, I mean that's what it would be like here, but it's hard to even know. But I just can't comprehend it or something. It sounds very weird. No, it's true though. I think a lot of people feel like, that way. And there's also this. There's this it was a very dreamlike state. That's like what, it was. Yes. It was surreal yes. being there at that parade. And I think everybody had the same feeling. It well, it was the largest gathering of people ever in recorded history. So that made it sort of surreal. But everybody was just there, like in blissful disbelief. But I think what, what's interesting about the Cubs winning a World Series is there, and the and the same thing now. With Minnesota sports fans, for the most part, it's been since 1991 with the four major longtime uh, franchises or sports in this town. There's a psychological attachment that you get to that identity. Like if you're a Cubs fan for years and years, you your identity is lovable loser and all oh, the streak going mm-hmm. back to 1908. And there's is there any sort of separation anxiety from that? From that feeling, does that make sense? No, like was, we have we have clung to "woe is us" in this town for so long, and no, the Gophers were a joke. I was real happy to let that go. Okay, <laughs> so I wasn't clinging to that at all. But no. so does wide does wide uh, left does does it just go away? Yes, like people try to bring up 108 years to me. People try to bring up Bartman, and that rolls right off my back. Okay, has zero effect on me whatsoever. None. So like in when, in Boston. Buckner just because like I have, went away, I have, probably. I have yeah. lots of White Sox fans in my life who like to talk trash. I have lots of Brewers fans sure. in my life who like to talk trash, and now I can just go. When's the last time you won a World Series? Yeah, by the way, like, what, shut them up, what, just what, like that. What kind of trash does a Brewers fan have the ability to? I mean, talk? they won the they won the division. They made the playoffs this year, and the Cubs didn't. Cool. What's the trophy look like for that? Yeah. That's like when Joel Embiid is trying to punk Carl Anthony Towns by saying, "Yeah, man, once you uh, get to the second round of the playoffs, sometime and get back to me." Yeah. Really, dude? Really? The second round, buddy? That's what you're going to trash talk. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they got nothing on me. I feel so. really good about that. Like even the way the season ended, I was still like, "Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm cool. We're fine." How long are you good for? Oh, I don't know. I'll let you know when it wears off. I don't know. I've never been through this before. <laughs> yeah, neither of us were all in this together. Right. Yeah, no, I, I'm, asking, I'm the one asking questions here. All right. We are down to our final two months. Whoa. Final two-month stretch of Write That Down and the batting Tyler race. I can't wait to hear your guys' predictions so I can just pick against them and try to catch up in the rankings. Say this is, uh, this, is the, this is the time period every year where the men and the boys are separated. All right? Write that down and an accountability session next on Mackie and Jeb with Rami. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone. 
packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog, Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect, filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers. Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.